0: Let us pray. Sovereign Lord, King of Kings, we ask that you would minister to us as we reflect on and celebrate the life of Queen Elizabeth. Lord, may we be inspired by her and her faith in you. We pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Today, we remember with deep sadness the death of Elizabeth, our Queen. Countless people from all walks of life have paused to reflect and share their sadness and tributes. Queen Elizabeth has been a significant figure throughout our lives, the face of our nation to the world, a royal thread that's helped to bind us together. Most of us have never known a world without her. At a time when world events Cause the mood of our nation and the world to find new lows. Her death, although not too surprising given her age, leaves a void and will cause the emotions of many to plumb even greater depths. We take comfort today from the words of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Good shepherd, protect us, comfort us. Guide us. Give the royal family and all who mourn the deep assurance that you are with them and us throughout life and even in our deepest, darkest valleys. For many, Queen Elizabeth has been so much more than a queen. To her children, She is mummy, to others, ma'am. She's been a sounding board and confidant to prime ministers. Although at a distance, a mother or grandmother figure to so many, an enduring lifelong presence, one that millions of people truly respect and will sorely miss. In an age when public figures come under extreme scrutiny, Queen Elizabeth's qualities and character have been through the fires of pain and public scrutiny and stood the test of time. This public figure does have private moments, but so often, She's in the public eye and one of the most photographed women in all history. She's come under the gaze of cameras and the scrutiny of commentators in what is now a 24 7 news culture. Most poignantly, cutting a very sad and lonely figure at the funeral of her husband. On Friday, the day after Queen Elizabeth's death, it was extremely moving to read the headlines and hear the commentary across the full range of our newspapers and news channels. They seemed remarkably and unusually unified in praise and honor and thanks for who she was and all she's done. Many of us have become quite cynical about leaders in the public eye. Queen Elizabeth is one of the very few global leaders that I have held and will always hold in the highest regard. I like countless others, have struggled to contain my emotion and sense of loss. Even if our reactions surprise us, all of us must learn to grieve and do so in a healthy way. Although some will be indifferent, pragmatic, and pos- possibly hard-hearted about the Queen's death. Others will feel numb. Many others shed genuine tears of sadness. Some will feel despair. It's one too many difficult things to deal with at this moment in time. The uncertainties of life that her death compounds Will cause some to be fearful. We need to own and process our feelings. But as Christians, we also have hope. Death is not the end. We began this service with the most remarkable assurance from Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Queen Elizabeth believed in that truth. Lamentations 3 brings the promise that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Queen Elizabeth knew God's love and mercy and faithfulness. Queen Elizabeth was head of our nation, the Commonwealth, our established church, the Church of England but she did so as one who submitted to God's authority. At Pentecost, when we celebrated the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, we showed a film from her coronation that focused on her being God's anointed servant. A private moment, hidden from view, to embrace God's given unique call on her life. She was anointed, hands, heart, head. God the Holy Spirit equipping her for the most special of tasks. In 1952, during her first Christmas Day TV um, as she shared with the nation, she said, pray for me that God may give me wisdom and strength to carry out the solemn promises I shall be making and that I may faithfully serve him and you all the days of my life. I admire the way that she's faithfully worked with God to do just that, with the resolve even to welcome our new Prime Minister just before drawing her final breaths. My whole life, I've prayed for her using words from the Book of Common Prayer. We beseech thee also to save and defend all Christian kings, princes, and governors, and especially thy servant Elizabeth our Queen, that under her we may be godly and quietly governed. And grant unto her whole council, and to all that are put in authority under her, that they may truly and impartially minister justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice, and to the maintenance of thy true ...religion and virtue. God appears to have answered that prayer for her. Although we and others under her authority... ...have sometimes struggled. Whether we do so or not is rather dependent... ...on whether we involve God and his principles in our lives, and daily decision-making. We continue to pray, but now, especially for thy servant, Charles, our King, that under him we may be godly and quietly governed. From a distance, and only God knows, but for me, Queen Elizabeth, was one whose words seemed to match her actions. A truly remarkable woman with a genuine faith in God. At the turn of the century, in her Christmas address of 2000, she said to the world, For me, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God provide a framework in which I try to lead my life. She was a person of faith and duty and courage and resilience and discretion and diligence and dignity and was respectful to others. She modelled endurance and grace, was steadfast, a rock. She was someone with a love for the outdoors and a sense of fun too. We love to see her smile and laugh. We get excited, where she got excited, particularly watching the races and when the horses won. Queen Elizabeth was loved and respected across the whole spectrum of society a humble servant who reminded us in her 2012 Christmas address that God sent his only son to serve and not be served. It's an invitation for us and her to follow that example. She did so as a global leader, but unusually as one who learned to keep her personal opinions to herself. In an age when many committed Christians struggle to publicly admit to and share our faith, our Queen did so in increasing measure and with years. In 2014, Queen Elizabeth declared at Christmas, For me, the life of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, whose birth we celebrate today, is an inspiration and an anchor in my life a role model of reconciliation and forgiveness, he stretched out his hands in love, acceptance and healing. Christ's example has taught me to seek to respect and value all people of whatever faith or none. As we remember Queen Elizabeth's faith, we too turn to the Prince of Peace, the Good Shepherd for help and guidance. Psalm 23 reminds us that there can be deep fellowship in the valley with the Lord And with our soulmates, even when our enemies, the challenges of life, seem to surround us. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Today, as we express our sadness in the valley, we bring our celebrations too for a wonderful Queen and a faithful servant of the Good Shepherd. Today, we remember that Queen Elizabeth is now in God's nearer presence and will be invited into the throne room of the King of kings and Lord of lords. She, like us, is invited to a great banquet where she will dine with people of similar faith from every tribe and language and station in life. We'll soon have an opportunity to express our thoughts and prayers through lighted candle. Today, you're invited to the table of Holy Communion to share a meal that prefigures the great heavenly banquet. We're invited to be fed by Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Who says to Queen and commoner alike, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me. And anyone who comes to me, I will never drive away.